Amen. Can we do that right now? Can we bless the Lord? Come on, the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means he was praising in the good times, and he was praising in the bad times. He was praising in the mountaintops, and he praised in the valley low. Amen. We have an opportunity every day to praise the Lord, and that's what we're doing here today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're excited and expecting God to do some great things and looking forward to the service today. 
Amen, amen. I want to thank all of our musicians and our singers for all of their hard work. Brother James, Sister Harley, for getting everything set up for today. Uh, it takes a village to do this, and we're very appreciative of all of them. And again, thank you for coming. If you're a visitor, uh, we want to welcome you to Heritage Apostolic Tabernacle at 3120 South Walnut Street here in Muncie, Indiana. And we'd love to have you come and worship with us sometime. Amen. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer today. Asking God to have his will and his way throughout this service uh, today and also throughout this week. It is the first Sunday of 2021. And we're looking forward to starting off on the right foot and seeing what God has for us this year. Amen. Gather your families together. Let's go ahead and go before the Lord in prayer. If you have a prayer request, share that with those around you in your home. And let's agree together, one mind and one accord. Let's pray. Lord, we love you and we praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for everything you've done, everything you're going to do. Lord, thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to be gathered together today, God, with one mind and one accord. God, thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity, Lord Jesus, even during these uncertain times, God, to still be able to come together. God, to still be able to worship you, Lord Jesus. God, to still be able to hear your word. God, I pray, Lord, you touch and bless our musicians and our singers as they usher us into a time of praise and worship. God, anoint the man of God today, Lord, as he brings forth the word, Jesus. I pray, Lord, you give us ears to hear today, God, and a heart to receive. Lord, let us be receptive, Lord God, for what you have for us personally. God, and what you have for us as a church, Lord Jesus. God, I pray, Lord, you go into every home today. God, you would encourage, that you would strengthen, that you would anoint and direct. God, you know every need in those homes, God. Lord God, you see, Lord God, from every sickness, God, every ailment, Lord God, every issue, Lord God, that, be could, that could be going on. God, I pray, Lord, you touch every home today. Lord, we give you all praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. We know God heard our prayers, and we're thankful for that today, that he loves and hears our prayers. Just a couple of announcements real briefly here, and we're going to get right into uh, worship service. We do have a service this coming Wednesday, and we do have a special speaker, uh, the Seals. Brother Redell Seals, Sister Latoya, and the evangelistic family they are going to be here with us, and we're excited to see them and both the boys. So please come out this coming Wednesday, 7 o'clock here at the church. Uh, we're looking forward to see what God's going to do. There will not be any Kids Quest. It will be an evangelistic-type service. Uh, so bring your family out, and we're going to have a great time together in the Lord. It is time of our service to go ahead and do our offering. Brother James is going to put... A, a slide up there that will show you different ways that you can give. We pray that you continue uh, to bless the Lord in your giving. We're going to ask the Lord to touch and bless this offering today. Lord, we love you and we praise you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for our jobs. Thank you for the provision you've given us. God, we pray, Lord, you touch both the gift and the giver today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and give how the Lord's blessed you and continue to praise and worship with our worship team. Which 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship the Lord for just a moment. Come on, let him know. Let him know. Lord, I want to run over. Let your spirit, Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Lord. Lord, let me bring you glory, Lord. Let me lift you up, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your holy name. Amen, 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 amen. It's, it's an awesome thing, and I don't want to ever take it lightly. It's an awesome thing to feel the presence and the spirit of the Lord. I don't ever want to take it for granted. Hallelujah. Would you just close your eyes wherever you're at right now? Come on. Let's worship the Lord. Come on. Let's ask God just to enter into our hearts today. Thank you, brother. Amen. You need God's assistance. You need his help. Amen. He'll help you. He's our paraclete. He's our counselor. He's our guide. I don't know what I've done over the years without his counsel, without his guide. Amen. Thankful, thankful. What a way to start the new year out. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here today. I uh, appreciate those of you taking the time to, to listen to this broadcast. It's important we stay connected. It's important, amen, for God to have his way. Uh, thank you, praise team, musicians. Thank you for your dedication. Appreciate that today. Uh, my mind is running all over the place because it's a uh, new time of the year and a lot of things we could say, but... There's a couple of things I want to share with you. You can be seated. I, I just want to share with you something. This has been on the uh, Internet, uh, and it's been around here a little bit. You've probably heard this, but uh, I just want to start uh, this morning out with this thought, especially for our younger generation. Uh, we that are older, we've already experienced some things in life, but um, you've probably read this, but I want you just uh, just kind of soak this in for just a moment. Imagine for a moment that you were born in 1900. And just imagine for a moment, 1900. By the time you're 14 years old, there's a world war. World War I begins and it ends when you're 18 years old. And uh, with a balance of 22 million people had lost their lives, that had, had died. Soon after that, a worldwide pandemic takes a hold, and it's called the Spanish flu, killing 50 million people. You're alive and 20 years old. When you're 29 years old, you survive the world economic crisis that started with the collapse of the New York Stock Exchange, causing inflation, unemployment, and massive hunger. By the time you're 33, the Nazis come into power, and when you're 39 years old, the Second World War begins and ends when you're 45 years old with a balance of 60 million people dead. Six million Jews have died in the Holocaust. And by the time you're 52 years old, the Korean War begins. When you're 64 years old, the Vietnam War began and ends by the time you're 75 years old. So a child born in 1985 thinks that his grandparents have no idea how difficult life is. 
but they have survived several wars and catastrophes and pandemics and you know, even in a time today, you know, we're looking back on 2020 and think, wow, what a bad year it was. But we find ourselves today in new comforts of this world and in the midst of a new pandemic. And we complain. We do. We complain because for several weeks we must be confined to our homes and we have all this stuff going on, a lot of uncertainty. But we have electricity. We have cell phones. We have food. We have hot water. We have a safe roof over our heads. We have a military that looks out for us. And I mean, all these things are present now in our lives and in your life. Little or none of this existed in those times, in those other times. It was so uncertain for those growing up in that era. But humanity has survived all circumstances and has never lost its joy in living. Now, I know today we complain because we have to wear masks and go to a supermarket, go into a place, and we think that it's constrictive and it's intrusive into our life. But let me just remind somebody today that maybe, uh, maybe if you'll just think about the lives of others and what others have already gone through and what others had to battle and go through and not knowing what was going to happen. And here we are today. And uh, it ought to make us thankful. It ought to, we ought to be thankful for what God is doing and has done. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful that he watches over my kids and my grandkids and watches over our families and keeps us and keeps us safe. I'm thankful for where I live today, Brother Rick. I'm thankful for this great United States. I am thankful for the year that's behind us. Amen. So today I, you know, in seeking the Lord, I just have a very, very quick and very uh, small message, but it's got a profound impact, I, I believe, uh, because when the Lord gives something to you, it's, it, to me it's profound. Uh, if you'll go with me to Romans chapter 13. Romans chapter 13. We're going to begin reading at verse number 10 through verses 14. Romans chapter 13, verses 10 through 14. Amen. Verse 10 says, Love worketh no ill toward his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law, the word of God, everything that God is, because we know God is love. Verse 11, And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Verse 12, The night is far spent, the day is at hand, Therefore, cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light. Somebody say, Jesus. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife or in envy, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ, and make not provisions for the flesh to fulfill the lusts. Thereof. I want to draw back to verse 11 to your attention. It says, and knowing the time that we're to awake, knowing the time, and I want to use that as a springboard, knowing the time is the thought today. Thank you. You can be seated. Before I move forward here, let me first say about the year 2020 uh, once again that uh, I'll admit I'm one of those that I'm glad to see it go. I'm sure there's a lot of celebration and a lot of folks staying up 
extra this year just to make sure that they uh, seen 2020 go away. But I've also learned over the years, and I want to say this to some folks out there listening, that, amen, be careful what you ask for. Because sometimes what we think has been bad, things can get worse. Oh, Lord, he's already starting out the year down. No, I, I've just learned that we have to be careful what we ask for, and, and I'll just leave it at that. <coughs> but as we read the scripture here today, uh, there's a, a lot to be said, and I, I felt led in the Lord to, to go a couple directions. And First, it's the Spirit that reminded me that for, for many years, and the Lord brought this to my attention as I was reading, uh, over and over and over in the pulpits for years, men of God, preachers and pastors, men of God have warned that someday, someday we may not be able to worship the way we always have. It's been ministered for years. I've heard it uh, just about all my born life that uh, the day's coming that we may not be able to come together and worship God and we ought to take advantage of what we have. It's like today. Here we are on uh, a video online uh, streaming out, things like that. It's not the same. The house is not full of people. We don't have those kind of things going on today. We've been doing that now for some time. To some degree, we may have gotten a little bit used to it. But I want to feel. I want to let you know what I feel like the Lord has given me, because men of God have urged and promoted the people of God not to take the church for granted. Come on, we can't take the church. I'm not just talking about a building or a place to assemble. I'm talking about one another. I'm talking about coming together. I'm talking about being able to lift up the name of Jesus. All the while, as the Scripture has pointed to all the while if we're not careful many have slept and I believe this has to do with the church as a whole have slept because I believe the church and the people of God while we were seeking and basking in the blessings of God that we had fell asleep that we have gotten numb to what's going on around us in a lot of ways uh, amen but let me tell you something uh, it's great to have the blessings of God it's great to seek God's blessings uh, but it's also amen powerful to feel the burden of God in your life to know that God wants to reach out to people because they're still hungry. They're still starving people spiritually today. It is. We, we think about a pandemic and we think about food and we think about shelter and all those things, but I'm hoping today that the Lord has given this message to let us know, listen, it's time that we awake. It's time that we wake up out of our sleep. And the church ought to realize, amen, the place that God has us in today is for a purpose. Everything God does, he has purpose. we got to remember that no matter what we encounter or what we face. And I don't know about you, but I'm at awe. Sometimes I'm at awe in how quickly things can change and have changed. You know, you just think, I remember this time last year, we were in Ireland <laughs> ministering and having a great time and just got back home just in time before all this chaos had taken place. I remember being in a home in Ireland and praying a man through to the Holy Ghost and seeing him speak in tongues. And I remember thinking, man, it's worth being here. 
I don't ever want to lose that. I don't ever want to fall asleep to what's going on around us in this world. Amen. But I'm, all, I'm in awe sometimes how quick things can change. Amen. It forces us to ask a question about things. Uh, was it really so quickly? Has things really just been kind of chipping away a little bit at a time? Think about this. Because spiritual sleep is a dangerous condition. And it can be more dangerous if we don't understand what it can do to us. Because like physical sleep, like physical sleep, when you're asleep, you're alive. You're still breathing. You're still alive. But you're unaware of the surroundings. We are unaware of what's going on around us in most cases Unknowing to the subtle changes, the little changes that are taking place. That's why some people lose their life in houses that catch on fire because they've slept through it, not knowing what was taking place. If they were aware, they would have got out. Come on, because that's the danger. Now think about this, because there's things happening all around us. There's changes taking place every day in this world, and we've got to be awake, and we've got to be mindful of what's happening. Let's go back uh, and pick up at verse number 11 again, because I want to read this, and I want you to understand. Knowing the time that now it's high time, it's telling us something. We've got to know our surroundings. If you're asleep, you're unaware of your surroundings. And that's why it's high time for us to awake. Guess what? We're in the day. We're in the daytime now. It's time to arise in the daytime. If we really believe that we're living in the last days, we've got to be more mindful and more aware of what's around us. It's high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. When we first started, guess what? It's even closer to us. The coming of the Lord is even closer. And all the messages that the preachers have preached in pulpits all over the world, one of these days, like I told you about this, one of these days it's going to come true. But then it'll be too late for a lot of folks, because when the rapture takes place, and things and chaos and all the things that that will transpire, listen, then, then some may realize how important the church really was. Think about this, verse number 12. He says, the night is far spent. It's gone. The day is at hand. It's daytime. Let us, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in writing, because what takes place at night? Where's the darkness? What, what goes on? The things that shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Amen. We don't, we don't think of it a lot uh, as much as we used to anymore, but I'm talking about people bar hopping, people going places, people doing things, people planning things, people plotting things. Listen, he said, he said all these things are have want, listen, not in strife or in envy, but put you on. Listen, there's an envy that can get a hold of us that we think life is better on the outside. We, can, we think that life is better without Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. When you take off the day star, come on, he's the daylight. He's the light of the world. He's made, he's made us to be the light of the world as long as we walk in that light. 
That's why when we put on Christ, we put on that light. We're not living in that time of darkness. We're not living in that realm. We're not living in in a sleep state or in a state of, you know, being just kind of not aware of what's going on. We are aware. We are aware of what's taking place. We're knowing the time. How many realize today that the devil knows he's got just a short while? He knows. He knows he's got just a short while. He sees the handwriting on the wall. But notice this, in, in this passage of Scripture, and that's why I wanted to read it a second time, there's four things that's very noticeable. One, it tells us when to awake. <laughs> it tells us how to dress ourselves, how to walk, and what provision we must make. It tells us those four things. We know it's high time. Spiritual sleep is, is ba- excuse me, basically carnal security. Let me say this, especially to the home bodies today. When we feel secure at home, when we feel more secure at home than we do in church, we're spiritually asleep. We've gotten, listen, we've got, the devil's got us to the mindset where we feel more secure at home than we do in the presence of the Lord. And when we come together, that's why he says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some, and so much the more as we see the day approaching. We know our salvation is near. We should know the time. We should know it's daytime. It's time to be busy. It's time to work. We should know that it's time to get out of our pajamas. That's not our dress. That's nighttime dress. Come on. But we're getting comfortable living in our pajamas. You know what I'm saying? Being at home, and we've got to understand how to walk and how what provisions that we must make. It's high time. And if we're not careful, we'll fall into that carnal security. And he says, knowing the time, the more the days are shortened. <laughs> the more the days are shortened. And we are. The days are short because it seems like we're, we're busier. We don't have time for some things anymore. And we got to be careful because as the days are shortened, guess what? We know. We, get, we just get so busy, so worked up that the, the more grace, the more grace that there is, the more that, that the grace is increased, the nearer our salvation is. God's grace has to go farther and farther and farther these days. Can I get an amen? I mean, God's grace has to go farther and farther today. Amen. And when we understand that, then we know that our salvation is near. Now, think about sleep. If you're like me, I have cycles. There's times I sleep well. And there's times I wake up two or three times in the night. Sometimes just as wide as awake as you can be. And there's times when the Lord has awakened me and I've listened to the Lord kind of minister and, and feel like the Lord's doing something. And then there's times you just lay there and your mind's going and bouncing off of everything and you're thinking of everything you need to do or could do or should have done or and all those things. And, and sometimes we work ourselves up. But think about sleep because... When you think about it, because I know people, I know some people, man, you have to have a bullhorn to wake them up. There's some people that have to have three or four alarms across the room so that makes them, forces them to get up 
to have to shut them off. If not, they keep hitting the snooze button. There was a time in my life being young, I got back the, you know, I don't know if you remember the old landline phones. Some of them used to ring very loud. I could lay next to the phone at the house and, and the phone ring off the hook and never jar me. Now somebody could walk into a room and flip on a light and man, I, I'm up. But there's some people that just, it takes, they have to be excited or stirred up to wake up. So, you know, some just have to have all those processes. But the scripture tells us that we've got to put on the armor of light. The night, the darkness is gone. The day is at hand. It's time to get up and dress ourselves. Get ready because it's, it's a busy time. Come on, listen to me. Put off the old night clothes. Put off the old thinking of the past and that was yesterday. That was yesterday because that's just a type of work of darkness. Put off the past. But he says put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because that's the light. That's what we need. He is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's what the Lord is. We need more of the Holy Ghost. We need more of Jesus in our life. And I'm not just talking about walking around during the day and mumbling to yourself and thinking that's a prayer. Come on, we've got to take the time to get on our knees and pray for our families, our kids. Come on, this world, there's things going on. The world's busy about the life and things of this whole world. We've got to be busy about our Father's business in knowing that we're nearer today and knowing that today is the day of salvation. And for some, some of you, you need to get off of this, you know, split fence and don't know where you're at in life and don't know. Listen, you need to understand it's time to be baptized in Jesus' name. It's time to be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's time to live for the Lord. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, it tells us something. The Apostle Paul, he, he lets us know. It, it's very, it's, it gives us insight. Hopefully for you that are thinking about this today, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ, remember he says here, put on Christ. Baptized into Christ have put on Christ. It's time to be baptized in Jesus Christ's name. It's time to be filled with his spirit, the spirit of Christ. That is what's at hand. Why? Because we look around and see how quick life can change, how quick things can change in our life today. That's why we need to be awake. And if you really study the scripture, you'll find out that the gospels warn us. When Jesus walked this earth, he warned them. He said, watch, be watchful. The only way to be watchful is to be awake. Can't be sleeping and slumbering and just, you know, whatever. Whatever the day brings and how I come to God as I am and I don't never get out of my, my old night clothes and I'm just, you know, I'm just going through life. That's not what the Lord wants. He said, I come, listen, we make the life of Christ null and void. He said, I come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Not just getting by, not half awake and half asleep. That's why it's important for the church to start this year out. Last year, I promise you, a lot of people went into 2020 thinking about 2020 vision. 
And we all ended the year pretty much cross-sided. I mean, that's the only thing we could do is make a joke about it because that's how horrific it's been. Because if we, if we don't wake up and realize going into 2021 what 2020 has done to the body of Christ, to the mind of Christ, to the things of Christ, amen, on this earth. And we've, we've got to wake up and realize, listen, folks, we've got to turn this back around and let the devil know he may have had himself a moment, uh, but you know what it's done? It's awakened a giant. It's awakened the church. We're well awake. It's high time we've woken up and we've realized, amen, that there's something going on and the devil's trying to steal, kill, and destroy even more than what we realized before and I'm thankful today that the Holy Ghost can let us know uh, it's time to high time to wake out of our sleep uh, because we know the Lord's coming is more near if you was here I'd ask you to stand with me church some are waking up to find that a lot has happened in life since they fell asleep some folks are waking up to say, my, a lot of things are changing. A lot of things has happened. I don't know about you, but I think there's a story. Um, Rip Van Winkle, I believe it is. The story of Rip Van Winkle, he fell asleep. Uh, 20 years, something like that, 20 years. Fell asleep for 20 years. Woke up to realize how life had changed so much and so dramatic. Listen, some of us fell asleep and they're realizing, they've woken up and realized that, hey, listen, uh, one thing we woken up to now, we have woken up to a time of knowing. I want you to say it to yourself, I know. I know the season. I know the time that we're in. And it's high time to wake up, it's high time to realize there's something greater. We may have missed a few things here and there, but we've awoken to it. We realize, listen, the devil can't keep on doing what he's doing. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to step up. We're going to pray harder. We're going to fast. We're going to seek God. We've wakened to a time of knowing. It's gospel time. It's time to preach the word. Uh, come on, it's working time. It's time to work for the Lord. It's high time to awake. The sun, if you know what I'm saying, the sun has been up for a while. S-O-N. He's been up for a while. He's been at it for a while. Now is our salvation nearer, closer than when we started, when we believed. And I pray today, if you would just close your eyes wherever you're sitting right now. If you just close your eyes and say, listen, God, just forgive me of my thoughts, even my intentions, even my motivation. God, forgive me. Help me. I've awakened and I realize it's time. It's time to be serious. It's time not to take things for granted. It's time to realize what we have in you, Jesus. I have family, Lord, that's lost. 
I have loved ones, God, that I care about. And there's times I don't know how to reach them. But I believe, God, it's time. It's time that I believe you enough that you'll send, you'll speak, you'll open doors, and you'll make ways. Because I've awakened and I'm asking. Come on. Come on. Would you ask God? God, I'm asking you. I may have dozed off. I may have fell asleep. I may, even at least, I may have felt lethargic. May not have felt motivated. But Lord, I thank you for this awakening. Knowing the time. I realize, Lord, not caught up in all the things that's happened in this world and the things that's going on. And like I've read to you here about those that were born in the 1900s, the things they had to encounter and go through. Come on, it was tough. I promise you, when you read it on paper, it just sounds so smooth, but it was a tough time. It was a time of uncertainty. But I believe the Lord is awaking his people, the church. We're of the day. We're of the day. We're of the now. And it's time. Come on, will you purpose in your heart 2021, not just based on how 2020 was, but would you purpose in your heart Lord, I'm aware, I'm watchful, I'm mindful. I see how quickly we could lose our rights and privileges and, and, and the things that, God, you've blessed us and we've basked in for years. I want them back, Lord. I cherish them. I don't want to lose them, Jesus. Come on. Lord, I love you and I appreciate you've made us aware. You've made us aware. You've awakened. You've given us life and that more abundantly. God bless you.
and all of your name, your mighty love stands strong to the end. You will fulfill your purpose in me. You won't forsake me. You will be with me. Here I am, God. Jesus now. 